This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome into the show. We are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. We need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket Can. Uh, our next guest is one of my favorite people we have on the show, an absolute gentleman, legendary quarterback, friend of the program, Joe Theismann, joins me right now. Joe, hope you had a good summer, man. Thanks for, uh, thanks for being on. So far, so good, Bill. Uh, I understand you were away a little bit on a vacation, so I hope it was a great one for you. Had a great time with my wife and my kids. It was wonderful. Yeah, you know, that family time is always really important, but you know you're a lucky guy, Joe, and you can do that. Come back, and it turns out you love your job and you're happy to be back to it. Amen to that. I know exactly what you mean. It's uh, it's great to be able to celebrate the time with the family, sort of recharge and get going and get get ready for what looks like it's going to be an incredible football season. It, re- it really does, and it is amazing the number of storylines out there how many quarterbacks are, are facing really interesting levels of pressure, expectations, and opportunity? And I think maybe all of those apply to, to Carson Wentz. What is the level of optimism there? What, what is your level of optimism for a guy who obviously has showcased some talent, but there are real question marks about who he is in this league right now? I think, he's, I think he has a tremendous opportunity to be able to reestablish himself. I mean, prior to his injury in Philadelphia, I think everybody sort of conceded the fact that he was certainly one of the top-running candidates for most valuable player in the National Football League. Then all of a sudden he gets hurt, and, uh, you know, the recovery process is difficult. Everybody wants to try and come back quicker. I'll just, I'll just sidebar a little bit with Dak Prescott. Uh, Dak developed arm problems. He developed calf problems. And that was because I think he tried to come back so quick and was able to come back to a certain degree uh, last year, he'll be a better player this year. Most of these injuries are two-year injuries, and I think Carson tried to come back and, and be the Carson Wentz he was, but he didn't have the mobility that he did before. So he learned to adjust, and then you know, a, a couple of bad games in Indianapolis really got him out of there, and of course, uh, Mr. Ursay continues to let everybody know that he just wasn't happy with the situation. And So this is a great opportunity for him. I believe it's the last year of a contract. Uh, he's with He's got Washington has surrounded itself. You know, he's got that position surrounded by some pretty darn good players. And one of the more understated aspects of the of the commanders has been their offensive line. Uh, they've been pretty solid the last couple of years. So I, I, everything is there for the taking for him. Let's put it that way. Now the question is, can you capitalize on it? Joe, what would be, Joe Theismann here on, on the show, what would be a successful, not for the team, but, but, but for Carson Wentz in particular, what does a successful season for him look like? Number one, making decisions with the ball in your hand. If it isn't there, throw it away. Protect points. Uh, in the preseason game, he took a sack, took him out of field goal range. 
those are those are the kind of things that I think he needs to eliminate. I mean, they're going to happen on on a periodic basis, but that's been one of the things that people have talked about with Carson. He just tries sometimes to do too much. I had to learn to do that. I mean, if you learn, it's it's so hard. You want to be able to do things, but there are times where if you just throw it away, if you just let the defense go do their job, let the punter go do their job, your life becomes easier, and we almost make it more complicated. And I think for him, what would be a successful year would be, obviously, he does a good job of protecting the ball when he comes to throwing it because he only threw seven interceptions last year. Not concerned about that. I think they're going to put him in a situation where he'll be able to make big plays for this offense, which they, they need to do. But it's what are you going to do with the ball in your hand? That's what I, I want to see the decisions that he makes through the course of a game and through the course of the season. That, to me, will determine whether it's a successful operation or one that he struggles with. Joe, uh, Tom Brady stepped away from the Bucks for a while in excused absence. We don't know the details. He is now back today. Do you run any risk? And again, we don't have the details, but in general, do you run a risk when you're a quarterback of that stature of turning off some teammates or a locker room, or have you earned whatever latitude you want when you're at that level of accomplishment? I think in Tom's case, he's earned the level of uh, consideration from everyone. The fans, you know, the fans had more of a concern than anything else. Is, is he okay? Is everything all right? And, you know, when you analyze, he missed 11 days, Bill. But how many practices did he miss? He's very, you know, it's the same offensive coordinator, Brian Leftwich is still there. Uh, so, and you know, it looks, looks like Bruce Arians got his little, he's dipping his toe back in the water a little bit, working with the quarterbacks. And, and so if you, miss, if you miss 11 days, how many of them are actually practice days? I think he missed a total of four practice days through that period of time. That is, that is nothing. Um, Tom knows the offense. You don't have a lot of new receivers. The only real addition is Julio, and, and they're going to find spots for him. And their they're receiving core is very deep in a lot of places. And they're all familiar with Tom, so I, I'm not the least bit concerned. Uh, hopefully during this period of time, you know, everything got settled in his mind. They said it wasn't physical, so whatever he needed to take care of, it was taken care of, and he gets to focus on football. Joe Theismann, staying in uh, in Florida, the, the new head coach of the Dolphins gave an interesting interview to, to a former radio host about Tua Tungavailoa and how he's a righty, but he throws left-handed. It's the most perfect ball he's ever seen. It kind of made some news and it made some chuckles. I'm more interested in, with all the weapons around Tua, and I think what are real what is real pressure and expectations, and with the stories at the start of the summer that Tom Brady had or maybe will eye the Dolphins at some point, what is your confidence level in Tua being able to be successful enough at the quarterback position that the Dolphins are a good, a competitive, a, even a dangerous football team this year? Well, first, uh, first of all, regarding Tom Brady going to Miami, you know there were a lot of spe- there was a lot of speculation. He wanted to go basically, I think, to San Francisco because that's where he grew up. Would have loved it up there, but Jimmy G came off a you know a, a Super Bowl performance and fell a little bit short, but still. Uh, you know, I think that changed their minds. There was the talk now with Dana White talking about, well, he could have broken yeah. a deal with with the Raiders. I mean, that's yeah. something else. It seems like until Tom leaves the game, he's going to wind up in a lot of different conversations in a lot of different places. As far as Tua goes, this is, I think, he and Jalen Hurts are the two guys that are under the biggest microscopes this year when it comes to young quarterbacks because Miami has surrounded him with opportunity with players. Defensively, Miami's defense was understated, I think. I think they're really good on that side of the ball, which is a quarterback's best friend. 
The question's going to be is what kind of decisions is he going to make? And I know you went and got Tariq Hill, who can run like the wind, but can you get the ball down the field to him? That's the biggest question I think that looms for Tua is his arm strength. He get, you know, everybody, like a lot of people throw Tom Brady throws a pretty ball. Warren Moon threw one of the best I've ever seen. Brett Favre could spiral, could, could spin it. Drew Brett, yeah, I mean, that's what you get paid to do is throw spirals and, and make them look pretty. Now, in some cases, some guys, you know, didn't necessarily throw the tightest of spirals, Peyton being one of them, but you can't argue with the success. I, I think Tua has a great opportunity to be able to be successful there. Now, the question is, will he be able to deliver in those moments? That's the big thing. Are you able to, when it's third down and eight, it's late in the game, you need to pick up a first down. Can you get the ball where it belongs? Do you throw it a little bit behind the receiver? Do you miss him by a little bit? Um, you know, can you move around and make a play? Those will be the moments, I think, that will define whether or not Tua has a chance to do what Miami wants him to do. Same thing with Jalen in Philadelphia. Joe Theismann here on, on the show. I'm Bill Ryder at CBS Sports Radio. Is Ryder than you. Joe, you, you brought up the, the news, the uh, Dana White news bomb that he dropped saying that, that Tom Brady basically was going to be a Raider and that, that John Gruden decided that wasn't the route he wanted to go. Hindsight is always twenty twenty. With the benefit of time, you get to know how things end up. But going back to when Brady left the Patriots, whether it was John Gruden or anybody else, how obvious should it have been or how difficult would it have been at that moment to have evaluated what Brady still had at what is still a pretty advanced age for a quarterback? I, th- I think it was easy to evaluate. I mean, the biggest thing is his arm strength. The, you know, Tom, has been, Tom has been healthy from the waist down, had the one knee problem, but only lost a year. So you look at his entire career. Uh, he hasn't missed hardly any time at all. He loves to practice. He likes camp. He loves being around the guys. He loves the game of football. I hear this all the time from people. Why is Tom Brady doing it? Because he loves it because he can. And and people don't understand that that's who we are. I I think you don't get to a certain level unless you have a passion for the game. And Tom has a tremendous passion for this game. Now, keep in mind, it's a little bit like, and I, I liken it to, um, you know, there wasn't anything I think New England could have offered Tom Brady to keep him there, because I think he looked at that football team and they were going to become a younger team in transition. Then he looked at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He looked at the defense. He said, you know what? This is one of the best defenses in football. Like I said, I believe it's a quarterback's best friend. Then you look at the receiving core, you know, Godwin, Evans. Um, you, you've got, you know, you've got, you've got, a, a, you know, maybe, you know, Gronk possibly going wherever he goes. So now you look at the receiving core. One of the best, a couple of years ago, one of the best offensive lines in football. Now that's been beat up a little bit now, and that'll be an interesting aspect of as we go forward. But if you look at all the pieces, Tampa made more sense than any place else, in my mind, because that's what they were missing down there. Remember, with Jameis Winston, I believe they won what? Not, did they win seven football games? Seven and nine, yeah. With seven and nine, yeah. and, they, and, and Jameis was 30 and 30. Right. I mean, it, you know, 30, 30 interceptions. You know, yeah. you know Tom's not going to turn it over, and they still won seven games. So to me, I, no other place to me made sense as much as Tampa, and, and I think it, it turned out pretty much that way. Joe, uh, last question for you. I could, Man, this is great. I could do this for, for, for an hour with you. Obviously, Deshaun Watson is being paid a whole bunch of money, and it, it has that guaranteed quarter of a billion dollars. Like in most sports, can re- orient, recalibrate how the market works. Reports out there 
that the reason the Ravens have been unable to get Lamar Jackson to sign a contract extension is because he is looking at Deshaun Watson's deal as what he wants that to be based on. And the reports include the the, uh, the claim, the news, that he's been he's been offered Lamar Jackson more money than, than Kyler Murray. Is this just the new reality that if you have a quarterback that's a top you know, 5, 10 QB, you have to pay him ungodly sums of money? Or do you think there is some legitimate reason for the Ravens to be to be weary here? Well, there's, there's two things, Bill. First of all, I think that the market dictates what the value of individuals are. Okay, first of all, you look, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is at $50 million. He's the only one that's worth $50 million. I mean, if I look at the Green Bay Packers without Aaron Rodgers, I think they're 7-10 and 10 as a football team. With Aaron Rodgers, 14-3 and three maybe, 13-4. and four. But that's, that's the significant impact that I believe he can have. And it's going to be interesting without Devontae there. And the other thing is, is you look around the league. If you don't sign Kyler Murray, if you don't sign Deshaun Watson, if you don't, if you don't sign um, Lamar Jackson, where are you going? If you're the Baltimore Ravens, I, I like Huntley. I actually think he can play. I think the kid can play really, really good football for them. But um, you're, you're a unique individual. You have a unique skill set. And the pool of quarterbacks to choose from, if you don't sign your guy, is very, very shallow. So it's, number one, the market is dictating it. And number two, the lack of people at that position to be able to do what you need to do, and that's when a championship, that's what they're looking at in Baltimore, um, is a very small amount of people as well. Joe Theismann, as always, my friend, it is great having you on the program. You said it; it's going to be, I think, a riveting NFL season, and I can't wait to talk to you about it over the next several months. Thank you for being on. Appreciate you, and look forward to the to the next conversation. Bill, so do I. Thanks for having me. Take care. Thank, thank you, man. Joe Theismann on the show, and that is a uh, diesel. Sometimes, just like certain voices, and Joe's is one of them make me overjoyed, not because they're great guests, because it signifies, we're, in this case, we're back to football. We are there. It is football season. Joe Theismann joining the show is just another symbolic gesture that we are right there. We we could taste it. It's football season. Man, that was poetic. Just like the buy or sell you put together. We got a 20-year veteran coming back to the NBA we got Bears news because D-Cell likes to make me unhappy. We got soccer. We got trade NBA rumors. All of it's happening in Buy or Sell next year on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. I just saw Pat Boyle walk by. He's blonde now. Uh, he's not blonde. He's very blonde. Yeah, that is um, Bond villain blonde. It looks good, though. I could not. It, it looks good. I could not pull it off. Same here. That's the first thing I thought. More power to him. He likes it. Go for it. There's no way I could do it. Would you, hey, Bogus, would you, would you guys be willing to do some kind of a three-way bet where the loser had to pat boil their hair? Well, is it a bet like D-Cell and oh, the tournament and his shirt again. that we just not do if we lose? It's fair. Get some new well, material. The shirt, would have to, the shirt would have to come off before the bet began. Right. Agreed. Uh, no, then I'm out. <laughs> He's right. You don't make bets with people who don't pay them. Mm-hmm. There's an expiration date on said bets. No. No, but there no. should be an expiration date on, on noted uh, shame or lack thereof. Mm-hmm. Now, this would be a different story if Bill and I had forgotten to bring it up. And then all of a sudden, yes. six months later, we did. You could say, oh, I think this expired. But we have brought it up almost weekly since the spring. And you keep denying it. So this is on you and there, Agreed. therefore, is no expiration date. You better get careful, or it's good. I mean, like, right now it's just a shirt, but there's something called the, called juice in gambling. Where, the vague, where the be- yeah. The vague. It might be a whole show. Bogus, you, just like, you don't wonder why we're not friends, right? Like, it's it's very clear. I because think Because you, you're a liar? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Because you can't be trusted or relied upon? Just, yeah. Okay. Just, just checking. Pers- precisely. <laughs> uh, I'm, all right, I'm glad Bogus is here because I'm excited about the first buy or sell question, Bogus. You ready for a little, little, we got music, we got soccer, we got news. You ready to get into this? Uh, it's been too long since I was here for a buy or sell. Let's do it. Let's go. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. All right, let's jump right into it. Amazon is your exclusive home for Thursday night football this season, starting on September 15th with the Chargers and the Chiefs. Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet will be in the booth, and your new Thursday night football theme is this. Very simply, Bill, buy or sell Amazon's new theme song. Ooh. Now, I gave you about a 25-second snippet there. It's very college football-y, which is ironic given the Big Ten becoming very NFL-y. I'm going to buy it. I think I kind of dig it. Buy. Sounds like a college band, kind of. Do you want to hear it again, Bogus, or are you good? I've heard it more than once this morning, and I, I think I do like it. It's It's got a big percussion, at least to my ear, some thumping in there, which I like. Uh, it's good. I want to hear it like in, per, like in actual practice. I'm assuming there'll be a big D voice guy over the top going, Chargers and Chiefs or whatever. So I want to hear it all put together, but this is a good start. All right. Um, 
We're two for two on the positivity. Let's see. Let's go what to me. Diesel thinks. I like it overall. I will say this. I don't think they took a lot of chances. I think it sounds like a theme, like a combination of theme songs we've already heard. Overall, I've heard a lot of positive feedback. I don't think we're alone. I like it. I don't think they went out on a limb, though. Let me ask you a question. I like the music, uh, the music criticism, music theory here. What kind of limb do you want them to go out on? Like, what is Cello. the instrument? Something that just sounds a little different than all the other network's theme songs. It sounds like a combination of all of them, which is fine. The- I like it. It'll probably do well, but uh, it's not, I don't know. It's just not very different. The buzzer that Dougie put together for the movie review segment last hour, I don't know if you can pull that up, it probably can't, sounds like the horn from Rick and Morty. Uh, uh. You guys watch Rick and Morty? No, sorry. Uh, uh. Oh, it's so no, good. I don't watch that. I was talking to Bogus, even though I said <laughs> you guys. You know I don't watch it. <laughs> I mean, you looking for more of a Rick and Morty vibe? <laughs> it's so Rick and Morty. All right. Got it. Maybe uh, maybe the imaging department here watches Rick and Morty. It's I bet Doug does. It's so good, dude. All right. Also about the multiverse. All right, go ahead. Sorry. I mean, it could be. Maybe Doug's into that as well. No? No, I'm with you. <laughs> Let's stay in the NFL here. Panthers rookie quarterback Matt Corral left Carolina's preseason game on Friday, and an MRI revealed a Liz Frank ligament injury in his left foot and he's likely done for this season. Buyers saw that Matt Corral's injury will impact the Panthers season at all, given that Baker Mayfield is expected to be named the starting quarterback. Yeah, I'll sell here. And Bogus, you can by all means argue if you you disagree. I think it could affect, obviously, his development. It could affect maybe the Panthers on the line. But this was always going to be a very clear case of one guy starting in that particular job this particular year, I think. Especially with a coach who's under a lot of pressure and is not going to trust his his career to a, to a young dude. Yeah, I don't think Matt Corral was going to be that. I don't even think they were considering him playing over Baker no. or Sam Darnold this year. I think it changed the conversation about Matt Corral. This is his second you know, somewhat significant injury in the last two times he's seen him on the football field. So whatever you think of him, starter, backup, whatever – you got to wonder how much long, you know, can he stay healthy? It is a, it is such awful news for that young dude. It, I mean, it re- my, I, I feel awful for the guy. All right, it's time for your daily Chicago Bears update. Linebacker Rokon Smith ended his hold-in, not a hold-out, a hold-in over the weekend mm. and finally participated in practice for the first time during training camp. Smith will play out the final year of his deal in Chicago that pays him just under $10 million after demanding a trade earlier this month. Buyers saw that the Bears did the right thing not trading Roquan Smith. I don't hate you, but I hate you. <laughs> I just want you to know. <laughs> I mean, sell. Sell. Here's the thing. If I thought the Bears could be competitive this year, if I thought they could fight for the final playoff spot, in the NFC, if I thought anything even remotely positive about "quote unquote" my team, end quote, I would, I would be happy about this. But they're not going to be competitive. They're not going to be very good. He's obviously not going to stick around. Get something of value. Let me use this to ask you guys a question. I'll start with Bogish and then go to Mr. Positivity. Um, Henry, my son Henry, 
is starting to become very involved in the idea of figuring out what teams he wants to root for and was breaking to me like, Daddy, I'm, I'm going to be a Lakers fan. Is that okay? And I'm like, yeah, it's fine, man, you know. And then it's Daddy, I'm gonna, I'm, I think I'm going to be a Dodgers fan. Is that okay? And that was a little harder for me as a Cubs fan. I get it. I like the Dodgers. I get it. And then the other, then he said to me yesterday, Daddy, do you, I don't really have a football team. Do you care what team I have? And I actually found my, I didn't say it. What I said was you can be a fan of any team you want. But what I actually thought to myself was, oh, God, don't be a Bears fan, which I've <laughs> always pushed my kids to root for my teams. Uh, buy or sell, that makes me a bad sports father, Bogus. No, 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 no. Sell. Sell. Because it is a tough call because your first instinct is to protect them and to <laughs> make things easier and keep them happy. So, of course, you would direct them away from things like the Bears. I'm currently thankful that the Mets are an acceptable baseball team right now as my son, like, falls in love with the sport because I he couldn't be a Yankee fan. I will say that. That's the only yeah. line I would have drawn is no Yankees, no Phillies, no Braves. So I'm sure if like if for you, no White Sox, no Cardinals. Yep. So there's there's little yes, no pockets Cardinals, of no Packers. Exes. Right. I, no, respect the, I respect the hell of the Packers, but hell no. Yeah. So like you know, my son thinks Patrick Mahomes is cool. Fine by me. You want to have a Mahomes t-shirt jersey? He's got a Josh Allen jersey. Go have fun. No worries at all. I don't care. You're not rooting for the Cowboys or Washington or Philly. I can live with that. Um, speaking of the Mets, I'm going to change the question to D Cell. D Cell. Buy or sell that the worst part about the Mets being good is Ryan Hickey's Twitter stream. Buy. I love Trace. I love Trace as well. But, bro. But I'm getting close to that mute button, man. Like, <laughs> Me too. And I don't yeah. even mind Mets tweets. I'm here for that content. It's just a little too much. How yeah. about Hickey this morning calling out Rich Eisen on Twitter? He's what do you do? To, he's getting to, to be a little too bold. So I, I'm not a big Rich, – Rich Eisen has not been nice to me in my career I can tell this story another time. But what did he do? To, I'm all I'm on Team Hickey no matter what happens. So Eisen tweeted, and I'm paraphrasing, fine, suspension, something for the guy that low-blocked Kayvon Thibodeau last night in the Giants-Bengals game and almost wrecked Thibodeau's right knee. Yeah. And Hickey wrote back, this is absurd. Why are we overreacting again to a legal football play? If this I is going to bother you so much, don't watch preseason games. I saw it. I didn't realize it was Eisen because I literally, I'm not kidding, a Mets tweet caught my honest string, and I just, like, couldn't finish focusing. Good for good for Ryan on that. So he's taking shots. I, I mean, I guess good for Ryan because no. I still hesitate in those positions. Like, who am I to critique or criticize anybody of – like above me in the food chain. So, I mean, I guess good for him to have the you-know-whats to go after somebody like Rich Eisen. So um, I once got a show in L.A., and um, we I took Rich Eisen's slot. Like, I didn't take it. it. Just they hired me locally, and he was national. And um, somebody, you know, tweeted, like, Bill Ryder is a bum or whatever. Why is this guy taking your slot? And he tweeted above it totally agree i don't know so then i so then i tweeted him hey rich stay classy appreciate all your support for those of us trying to make it in the business and like a coward he deleted his tweet yeah yeah you can't do that yeah now i'm I'm team trace now i guess i'm team trace too yeah good for hickey go hickey can i double follow him how do you do that (laughs) i'm fine right now just to like co-sign if i oh yeah i didn't realize that was a rich eyes and yeah Look, maybe Rich, I'm sure Rich is a nice guy. 
I've just never experienced that in my interactions with him. Ever. Well, but, I... but to be fair, it's only like three or four interactions. One time, one time, I was in Chicago I, for the NFL draft, maybe, in a studio on the road, and I think for us, and I heard someone screaming at their staff. And I thought it was a local radio host screaming, right? Like, they, they went in, so it was the control room, I think, so it's not like it was soundproof. But I went to look, and it was it was rich. All right, that's that's enough rich eyes and fashion. Felt good, that it? Buy Bas- yourself that you're uncomfortable, bogus. Bye. Bye. <laughs> okay, got it. Bye. I'm going to buy that as well. I'm yeah. also uncomfortable, <laughs> but I'm uncomfortable in just about every single situation. Yeah, and I'm- I'll just say, guys like rich eyes and get away with treating people a certain way if that's how they treat them. I can only speak to my interactions with them because everyone's like, I don't want to call. I don't care. Treat people badly, people should say so. Okay. Yeah, D-Sale. This is why we're not friends, Bogish. All right. We know one of your other favorite people in football won't be on an NFL sideline this season, but he will be a college football analyst again. Yes, that's right. Urban Meyer signed back (laughs) on with Fox Sports this season. Buy or sell Urban Meyer returning to TV so soon after being fired by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, man. Bogey, help me here, because obviously I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of Urban Meyer and dysfunction, and we absolutely called that he was going to be a, dis- a disaster. But I kind of understand it from Fox's perspective. They like edgy people. He's, he's not even that good on TV, right? I think That's I want to thing. sell this. Like, he's not horrible. He's not a disaster on TV. He's fine. He's a big name. But, like, is he edgy on TV? Like, I don't know. He's just another analyst. He's fine. He's a huge name. He's okay on TV. Yeah, he's not. You know what? I, I will sell him going back. Sell. So I'm the wrong guy to ask about any pregame breakdown because I don't watch any pregame network shows, college or NFL. So I actually don't have an opinion. I, don't, I haven't heard him. I don't want to hear him, though. But I understand why they do it, because he's still Urban Meyer. He still has name recognition. He's still going to say things that are going to go viral, and it probably helps him get guests and access. So, of course, they bring him back. Well, then, actually, you're the perfect person, then, to answer this question. If you were just flipping through the channels on a Saturday early afternoon and you saw Urban Meyer sitting at Fox Sports' desk, is it going to make you flip away, or are you going to stay and hear what he has to say? Yeah, I mean, if it like if if I can instantly ID what they're talking about, like if there's a graphic over him discussing a topic, and I think in particular he shouldn't be discussing it, then yes, I would turn the channel off. Like he's so compromised to me as a college and an NFL coach. Like there are things that he 100%. should have to sit out conversation. He's not going to. I agree, and they won't have the guts. And I really like Rob Stone. He's actually like a sort of neighbor. Like he's a great guy. But they're not going to challenge Urban. They're not going to be like, hey, you screwed, you know, you've been through some shame. What is it like for this guy going through a scandal right now? Right. I'll say this about Fox Sports, where I worked, and I have nothing but good things to say about my time there. Like I, you know, from from Shanks to all these guys I work for are awesome. But, you know, philosophically, they like Edge, and I think that there's an appeal to them the idea that people will, I will, I will tune into the first few shows just to see what Urban Meyer says, or if he looks comfortable, or if it's a trick. So I think like they're more than willing to just lean into the ugly factor if it brings in eyeballs. I know I'll be watching. I watched him two seasons ago when he did it. I thought he was okay. I didn't 
uh, to Bogus's point, it's probably more name factor than anything else. I don't know that the broadcast really it added much to it, but he's a huge name. He's very recognizable. He's okay on TV. By the way, I got I, I got Ryan's back here against Eisen. If you guys want to get in on that, just okay. What's what's next? <laughs> Soccer. <laughs> Barcelona beat Real Sociedad four one yesterday after Ansu Fati's super sub second half appearance, two assists and then a goal turned the tide. By ourselves, this Barcelona squad is the greatest soccer team in human history. Ooh, what a great question that. I'll, you know, I'll buy that. Bye. I will buy it. Let's go, Barca. So, no joke. On vacation last week, I had a Ranger t-shirt on. <laughs> and walking past him in the boardwalk, and he said, let's go, Rangers. And I almost yelled, blue shirt. <laughs> like, I was a nanosecond away from just reflexively doing it. I don't know, but when, when does our hockey season begin? When's that get going? Oh, I mean, training camp will be middle of September. Well, okay. three season games probably like a month from now. It's not Blue. a great time for you because it's basically the same time as the NBA season. Blue shirts. No, and where hockey am I gonna... starts first. You got you got a head start on yeah, Rangers but hockey. It's, it's like ten days okay. prior. It's okay. not all that much. I mean, there's a lot of overlap. I'm I'm a rookie here. Okay. Um. I'm. Where am I going to watch blue shirts from LA? What, what What's the What's the move? Um. I mean, there is a an NHL out-of-market package. Okay. You might have a friend who could share a password. I don't know. So you've got you'll well, you've got options. Oh, let's go. Let's go, Rangers. That's really funny. That's funny. But back to soccer. That was, by the way, that was an incredibly well-constructed question. Um, I love how much you're into it, D-Style. I can tell you become a massive, massive fan. I'm really just letting it wash over me. I'm, I'm just, I'm all about soccer these days. Yeah, I mean, Ansu Fadi's second half super sub performance, I mean, those are, that's a sentence you could not have constructed two weeks ago. Two assists yeah. and a goal. And a goal. And a goal. You're going to watch a little little Man U at Liverpool today? You know, with, with that with that start for, for Man U, it's been brutal. Uh, you know, I want high, to, you know? I want to, I'll probably catch the highlights. I got a lot going on today, though. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. So busy. All right, let's get to some NBA here. 42-year-old Udonis Haslam will return for his 20th season in the NBA, all with the Miami Heat. Now, Haslam hasn't played significant minutes for the team in nearly a decade. The past seven seasons, Haslam's played a total of 95 games, averaging under two points per game. Buy or sell Udonis Haslam returning to the Miami Heat for his 20th season. As a player or as a bouncer to protect Eric Spolster from Jimmy Butler? Uh, I think it's actually both. I think Got that's it. written in his contract. So as you know, I covered the Heat. Moved to Miami to do that for, for a small spell of my career. Was around Udonis Udon- Udon- Haslam. Um, I'm going to buy. I actually love it. He's buy. not going to play. But he's he's a coach, sort of. But it's, it's almost like a coach's spy. They're so big on culture. They're so big on the Riley way. This guy is the... In, like the inside man enforcer of the culture of that organization. Like, do we know what the other players think of this? Like, do they know that he's like seventy five percent assistant coach? Like, do they think he's like a spy and not do things in front of him so he doesn't tell Spo? How does this work? I think it's sort of like you guys are Ted Lasso fans, right? Yeah, I think it's sort of like uh, Roy when 
he stops playing, right? Where he's like, he's a coach, but he's also the only guy that can talk to those guys like a player. It's the reverse of that. Okay. He's a player, but he's the guy that can talk to them with a coach's voice that they'll respect who's got that street cred. So I, I saw a note this morning. He has made, uh, you know, on average, when you factor things out, over the last six seasons, he makes $45,000 a minute because he plays so little and <laughs> makes so much money. It's very similar to me if you change a dollar... 45000 to 45 cents. Right. Similar pay scale. Right. Four cents for, for D-Cell. Good. Yeah. Wait, he gets paid for this? Sell. Just kidding. Sell. Don't sell. No, buy it. You're great. Buy. Oh, here we go. We can squeeze in one last NBA one Is it here. also? Oh, it's not soccer part two? Uh, we're going with some NBA here to finish. I mean, what up. about leads? You want to hit me with a little leads question? Do you want to do you want to freestyle little leads question? I thought maybe you'd do that on the other side of the break. I didn't want to hold you. I didn't want to hold you back. Full America. That's the like they got. They got as you know. They got Tyler Adams. They got Brandon Aronson. They got you know obviously Jesse Marsh. You know, pretty exciting. I mean, everybody knows that. I didn't want to bore the audience with all that information. All right, I'm gonna get. Continue on to the NBA here. While the yeah. Knicks and the Jazz have reportedly yeah. started to re-engage in trade talks surrounding all-star Donovan Mitchell, the Knicks were apparently turned off by Danny Ainge's request for seven first-round picks in exchange for Mitchell. Seven. Buy or sell that if a trade does materialize between New York and Utah, Danny Ainge will win the trade. Bye. I don't think... Bye. I mean, I'm not good at, at science and the math. Bogish, but isn't that how physics work? Bye. Is, oh. Bye. Uh, did you watch Leeds Chelsea at all? It was super early in my time. I caught the second half. I did not. Uh, Leeds is a barely stayed above the relegation line D cell team with a bunch of Americans who beat the holy snot out of Thomas Tuchel's Chelsea team. Little whiny guy who got and in a fight with Conti. Who plays for Chelsea, D cell? I can't remember his name. The one soccer name you know is now escaping <laughs> Yeah, the American player. <sighs> Paul so <much>. Christensen. <laughs> is that is that it? That's not it. It's not it. Paul Christensen. It's Christian Pulisic, bro. <laughs> it started okay. so I knew well, that. I knew that. <laughs> oh, funny. Funny, funny. It's good to be back, guys. I missed... You know, the show and one of you very, very badly. <laughs> Come he on, it's, mean only, it's, it's only been our, it's our second day back. <laughs> no, I miss both of you. It's very, but one of you a lot. Yeah, <laughs> varying right. degrees. Uh, <laughs> varying degrees. Um, Jason Tatum revealed something really interesting about his finals appearance. We'll get into that here on the show after we get a CBS Sports Radio update. From Andrew Bogus. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. It's Writer Than You here on CBS Sports Radio. D-Cell went long again and buy or sell. <laughs> no, I did that. Um, Jason Tatum, great player, did not play well in the NBA Finals. People criticized the hell out of him, certainly me included. Couldn't handle the pressure, couldn't take it. Well, talking to Bleacher Report, Tatum had an explanation for why he did not play at the level that the Celtics needed him to. It showed that I had um, had a non-displaced fracture in my wrist. And it was like, it was small, but it was still but like... still, yeah. Like a, a non-displaced chip. So like I chipped a bone, but it didn't like leave the surface, right? Um, but it has shown that the bone that grew over it, so it healed, but it was still pain. I was still in pain because I kept getting it hit or falling on it. But, you know, after each game, I would have to like wear a brace you know, to shoot around, and I would take it off before the camera saw me, and then, you know, pregame taking my nap, and I have to put it back on, you know, just to make yeah. sure it was stable. I mean, that's a legitimate, legitimate reason to not perform at the same level, especially for a guy who's a shooter. Touch is going to matter. Feel's going to matter. Everybody's got different levels of pain tolerance. And my first reaction here, Decel, was frustration that Tatum hadn't told people when it was going on. But I realized that was about me about me not wanting to be wrong, and I'm not going to stop criticizing athletes for when they perform poorly or coaches when they coach badly. But I respect the fact that he withheld the information, and I'm glad that he shared it now. He didn't. He waited long enough that he's not going to get that cheap shot of of it's an excuse. But it's just an insight. You never know what the hell's going on with people. You just don't. In people's lives and people's, you know, bodies for athletes, you just, you don't know. And that doesn't mean that everybody gets a pass. They don't. It is an example of where I like to be able to point out that I was wrong, didn't know that about Tatum, criticized his ability to handle the moment. I take it back. I think we'll reevaluate next time he's in a big series because that kind of injury, that's a, you know, that's, a, that's a serious deal, especially against a really physical and really good Warriors defense. I mean, maybe this says more about me, but I'm totally with you. Like His, his explanation, I think a lot of different players, I think maybe would have come across like, hey, this is the reason I didn't play well. This is my excuse why I underperformed in the NBA Finals. I Listening to that, I didn't take it that way at all. I've always appreciated Tatum's game. He's one of the, I don't know, seven, six, five best players in the game right now. Yeah. But it came off to me like, you know what? I'm a bigger Jason Tatum fan today than I was yesterday, having heard that. I'm with you. Um you want to hear my you want to hear my plans for my Monday? You want to hear what, what I got going on? Oh, absolutely. We live in a pretty, you know, we live in LA, right? So we have a pretty small space. We have a little outdoor area, but it ain't big. It's not big. And we've got a uh, we got a lot of windows in the outdoor area, like a wall, right? Small spaces in, in Southern California. And my son, my parents got my son a a full basketball hoop for his first birthday. Nice. So I want to put that together and I'm trying to figure out how to angle the hoop so we don't break a bunch of windows. Very important. That's key. I'm thinking about angling the hoop, right, so you're shooting at the windows, 
so it bounces the opposite direction. And as long as you don't airball the, the ball, the windows are safe. Because then, then it'll bounce the opposite way. Any thoughts on that strategy? Now, are there any other items in the vicinity, like, uh, I don't know, like a uh, lawn chair setup or flowers, anything, any other no obstacles that you would have to take it's, into account? It's very flat brick. Um, no, it's mostly a window situation. There's a table out there I got, I got to move. But it's really big. Picture a square, okay, and a rectangle, and one side long part of the rectangle is windows, and then one of the short areas is windows that it connects to it. And then opposite the windows is a brick wall. And then the other short side is fine. But in the corner there, there's also a window. All right. I'm with you then. The, you got to angle it aw- away from the windows because that's, that's key. You don't want to be breaking windows here with a basketball. All right. That's, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm going to do. And then I'm going to crush my son and horse to teach him valuable no, life lessons. No, no. Don't do that. <laughs> no, you can't let him win. Yeah, but you don't have to crush him. I mean – I can't help but the competitive spirit that runs through my and his DNA, D-Cell. Um, good being back on the air. Great being here. D-Cell, amazing buyer cell. And let's get your shirt off so we can do some more bets. Let's just let's slot that in for tomorrow. You lost the bet. Just mentally gird up for it. D-Cell's taking a shirt off for a segment tomorrow. We're not going to take any pictures. It's just going to happen. Pretty exciting. we got a great show lined up for you tomorrow. Thank you for listening. Thank you to Bogus. Thank you to Joe Theismann. I'm Bill Ryder. We'll see you back here tomorrow on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t